Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. And welcome to this week's edition of Voice Coaches Radio. I am Josh Heller. She is Marissa Lanchuk. We are delighted to have you joining us uh, here today. Marissa, how we doing? Not too bad. I'm excited that I can hear myself in both headphones today. I mean, yeah, that's, you know. We, oh, the, the magic things. of fixing things. It's the little, the little things it in is life the little that, things. Uh, that do it. I can only hear out of one ear. Sorry. Um, in this, Maybe you headphones. got my headphones. Maybe it's we just possible. switched headphones. Possible. It could be as simple as that. It might be. Technology. Um, <laughs> it's just a little weird. This is, uh, so for a little peek behind the curtain, folks, so usually we record the podcast on Friday mornings and then release them Friday afternoon, so usually not that particular Friday afternoon. Uh, today, we are recording on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, you do realize um, like later on, I'm going to be like, oh, God, Friday, the weekend's here. Um, and I'm going to be so work, confused. I, yeah, I have to work Saturday, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's, it's all the same to me. Yeah, not uh, me, so, so I'm going to be real confused later. Yeah, well, Might be sending you a text. You'll enjoy your three-day weekend, so Heck don't, worry yeah. about it. don't worry about it. But um, <laughs> it is not just Thursday, though it is. Um, it's also Thursday afternoon, and yet, for some reason, I'm still, you know, literally attached to a cup of coffee at the moment. Yeah, but you're and always attached to a cup of coffee. That doesn't surprise untrue. me at it's all. It's not, un, not untrue. Um, yeah, no, that's a fact. Uh, <laughs> well, it says the person who is literally eating disgusting candy to get sugar in their system well, at the moment. Well, that's not I heard, why. Mm, pure sugar in my belly. Yeah, but that's because... Those are the words, by the way, she said when she walked into the booth just moments ago. <laughs> yeah, but that's because there's leftover Halloween candy and I it's will eat smarties. all of it. I don't care. It I will smarties. eat all of it. There's Snickers in there. There's only a couple, and there's I don't Snickers, really like Snickers. And there's Ghirardelli chocolates with raspberry crema. Yeah, okay, but that sounds gross to me. I just want the Smarties. I don't even. I don't even know what to say. But <laughs> sorry, <ew>. um, <laughs> very hyped up on. Sugar I mean, right now. Smarties are fine if you like eating chalk, and maybe you do. I don't know. It's fine. Maybe I it's was fine. that kid in school. You don't know. Don't judge me. It's basically like Pez without the cool, you know, dispenser. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your point? <laughs> okay. Touche. Touche. But uh, not only is it Thursday afternoon, and we are uh, still exhausted for reasons quite unknown, um, though your voice is a little bit more warmed up today, which is very exciting. Yeah. I should never do anything in the morning. I've this told you that. It's a factual statement. <laughs> um, but uh, it, is, it is Veterans uh, it's Veterans Day today, uh, November the 11th. And uh, so, again, this will be going out on the, on the 12th. This will be going out Friday. But uh, it is Veterans Day today, and we'd be remiss if we didn't, uh, if we didn't talk about that, at least momentarily, and, and, and thank... Thank all the veterans. Yeah, uh, I know everybody that, that's uh, been on the front lines yeah, at some point. And I, I know that that you uh, you posted some some pictures of family oh, I did, members. Yeah, um, yeah. It was my grandfather's. Both have since passed, but you know, I, I very easily accessible to photos of them. You know, in their uniforms yeah. and stuff, or like you know, out out in you know their their battlefield wherever they happen to be. I think they both were in World War Two. That would make sense. My uh, um, my grandfather was in World War Two. My grandfather. Um, on my on my dad's side, uh, enlisted when he was seventeen, and uh, was a uh, it was in the Signal Corps. He used to climb up telephone poles and do stuff. I don't know exactly what. To be totally honest with you, he did up there. He was also afraid of heights, so it was not a lot of fun that he had up there. But, um, but yeah, I don't think the, I don't feel like I know Corps. enough. Like my my dad's dad passed away when I was just six, and then um, my other grandfather, uh, my mom's dad, passed. I mean, I was older, but. You know, I, I guess I never really asked any questions. Maybe I should. I don't know if my well, grandmother knows. So I, uh, so my 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 mom's dad passed away long before I was born. Uh, but my dad's dad, he passed away about six years ago, six seven years ago now. And so for a school project, I actually had to interview my grandparents and, and talk to him extensively about his uh, his time in the service, which oh. was 
awesome. It was just awesome. So, you know, when I say I don't know exactly what he did in the Signal Corps, I mean, I have a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, and I also know where he was. Uh, he actually started out... Um, he left from New York, went to, to England, and then uh, ended up in Belgium and oh, wow. was not very far from uh, where the Battle of the Bulge was. Uh, it was actually at a, at a factory working uh, at, a, at a manufacturing uh, fabricating factory there. Then once the, the war in Europe ended, uh, he was still um, he, he was still one of the he'd been there for a little bit, but was not one of the guys who got sent right home. He actually got on a boat and left Europe and went from Europe through the Panama Canal and up to the Philippines and spent some time in the Philippines expecting a potential uh, invasion of Japan. Wow. And so he was, uh, no, that obviously and thankfully never happened, but he was, uh, he was on both sides. Uh, and then I remember him telling me he loved ice cream sundaes. He would make them for us all the time. <laughs> just massive, massive sundaes with all all the trains. My grandfather loved root beer floats. I feel mm. like that must have just been a, a well, thing. Well, <laughs> so when, when I was talking to him about it, he said, you know, they left the Philippines and took a boat back to, um, uh, back to the States, back to California, and got on a train. And they, they took a train from California. He went back east. And it was on that train when he was finally back in U.S. soil that they had— you know, they, they, they got to relax for the first time, and, and he ate a ton of ice cream. <laughs> He's like, that's pretty much all I ate on that train. So I, I wonder. That I sounds a little bit why. regrettable. That's like if nah. I had any more Smarties today, I'd probably regret that. I've, I imagine you should probably <laughs> regret having any of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, so my uh, that's my grandfather. And funny, uh, in the Signal Corps, in the same Signal Corps that he was in, though not at the same time, was, uh, you know, who else served in the Signal Corps? Uh, in and around that area uh, in Belgium was... Mel Brooks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I love me some Mel Brooks. And yeah, my, I know and you my, do. And my grandfather. Um, yes, that's right. You do know this. Yeah. is fair. This is fair. Um, and uh, my father was also, uh, my father was in the Air Force, uh, retired uh, about 10 years ago now, but uh, was a colonel in the Air Force. So I, you know, uh, was in active duty. My sister was born in Germany. I uh, ended up going into the reserves before I was born, but uh, uh, grew uh, up in and around uh, Air Force bases as well. So uh, thank you to them and to, you know, all the veterans out there. And, and, uh, and, and I mentioned I had a, a student just yesterday who yeah. was uh, recently retired from uh, from the Navy down in Norfolk. Uh, I mean, all, we have a ton of students who, uh, who've come from the force. And, uh, you know, we're, are looking to, to do something different in voiceover and, and a, a hearty thank you to them. And any of yes, you, big thank you. Yeah. And anyone listening who uh, who is a veteran or knows a veteran, uh, you know, again, we we certainly send our, our our thank you to to each and every one of them. And, you know, we should every day. Yeah. But today obviously just happens is, to be an even specialer well. day than, you know, tomorrow. Special. Or the I don't day think it's a word, but that's hey, agree. you know what? More it special. is now. It's All more right. Special. Uh, yes. No. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree on that. So, uh, so a, a, a thank you from from us. I actually was in. Uh, I was Air Force ROTC when I was in college uh, for a year. Um, as it turns out, they didn't have a need for broadcasters, so oh. that uh, it didn't work out that way. But I did spend a year doing that, which was uh, which I was really do cool. remember really the cool army. Year. I think tried to recruit me at one point because I was going to go to college for fine arts, so I was going to do photo, mm. and they they were looking for photographers. And I was like, I'm also very asthmatic, and I don't think that I should be in the field of anything anywhere, to be honest. Well, so I was when I when I first got to college, my freshman year, I was a physics major. Uh, and I was going to go into uh, I was going to be a double major in physics and electrical engineering, and they were like, "Here's money," and uh, and I, I didn't end up getting any, obviously, because I didn't stay in it. But they were like, "Yeah, you seem like someone we would like." Uh, and then I was like, "You know what? I'm actually going to change and go to communications." They're like, "Okay, cool. You have fun." Okay, bye. Uh, so that's how that uh, that's how that turned out. But and um, here we are. So oh thank you to everybody. That's not us. Abs yes, yes. Everybody who is 
better than us. We, we, <laughs> we do appreciate that. Um, so uh, what, are we, what are we gonna talk about today? I don't know, you told me earlier and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, I have, uh, I have also, uh, uh, also- Oh no, out. it's no. getting ahead of yourself. Yes, That's, it's carts see, and horses. We were already ahead of ourselves before by even talking about it earlier. Getting the carts and the horses and all, yeah. uh, and all that other stuff. All those so, things. So, you know, we, we obviously, we, we work with students on a regular basis and, and the way that the program works for those who have not gone through the Voice Coaches program is, you know, there are some in-person classes and one-on-one classes. Obviously, there's the the studio immersion, which is the demo recording, and uh, but there are there are also you know online classes that go along with that. And one of the latter ones is it's about marketing, right? It's all about it's called getting the job, and it's all about marketing yourself, putting yourself out there. And we've talked extensively about that, and I'm sure we will continue to do that because it is. No, it's always important. important. Yeah, and it, it's always it's always changing. Like 100%. there's a lot of the same things that go into it, but you know it's. But what happens sometimes is someone will stuff. come in for their first class or even their second class, and you know we'll we'll talk about you know the industry and things like that and and they'll ask like okay great how do i how do i get a job and it's like okay that is <laughs> okay. extremely important and not something that we can answer just like you know off the cuff real quick like well you're just going to do this this and this there's a lot that goes into it and so you know what we recommend is let's 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 work on one thing at a time let's compartmentalize a little bit and honestly that's the that's the way you should handle just about anything in life right like you don't want to be doing too much at once because then you're you're like splitting yourself in, you know, like you've got to make sure that you're focused on one thing so you can make sure that the next thing that you do is also done at 100 percent. And the thing after that is 100 percent. So you can keep growing and building on what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that compartmentalization is, uh, you know, it, like you said, I mean, you can when it comes to the marketing stuff. And like I said, we've spent hours talking about that and we'll continue to do that because there is so much to it. You can get completely lost in that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, if you do before you have that kind of basis of knowledge, that can be a problem because then you're not going to be able to focus on, you know, the the industry, right? You're not going to be able to focus on, uh, you know, making sure that you're prepared to go out there before you go out there. Right. Um, and so, and, and that's what we tell people, like, okay, yes, that, there's a whole class on that. We're going to get into it, but let's pump the brakes a little bit on that. Let's build your skills first and before that, you start and sending so stuff around. Right? That's so, so very important. And, and, I, and, and, and look, I get it. I get it. That's a huge question, and it, it it's a question that needs to be asked, and it's a question that needs to be taken seriously, and it's one that we will continue to spend a ton of time talking about it because it is that important, and there is that much to it. But, but, don't get the cart in front of the horse here. Work on your skills first, and then when you feel confident in your skills, that you are at a place where if you get that job, boom, you're ready to go. Like a lot of people talk to me. We've talked about you know uh, uh, different types of. Uh, you know, websites and things you can join, places you can audition for, things like that. And a lot of them are, if you get that job, you need to, like with ACX, like with, with both you and I, who have done audiobooks through there, you need to be able to not only record it, you have to edit it, you have to master it, you have to produce it, you have to do everything. And if you don't know that going in, if you're not prepared to do that going in, I mean, anyone can audition for it. But if you're not ready for it when you get it, you're going to look a little silly. Right? Yeah. You're going to have egg on your face because you're not going to be able to do those things. Because well, it goes the same also, way for any job. I mean, remember, too, like with that was website specifically, like you get hired for something almost immediately. You need to hand in, you know, what's considered like the first 15 minutes, yeah. which means that you have to record it. You have to edit. You need like so immediately you need to know those things. You can't like say, all right, well, I'm going to take six months to do this and learn along the way, like, you literally have a deadline, multiple deadlines. Yeah. 
I was lucky. My first job, that, uh, my first uh, book that I did, I knew the author, and there was no timeline. There was no time frame. It was, you know, I'll get to it, you know, when I'm able to get to it, and I'll finish it when I finish it. And thank goodness that was the case because, you know, the the recording part was one thing, but all the other stuff, I, I was learning on the job. Yeah. And you Me know, too. it was taking a lot of time, and I was having to send it in and get it sent back, and you know, kind of tweaking it and do this because I didn't have that background. And it was fine because you know he was like, yeah, whatever, I don't need it, you know, anytime soon. So we got to it, but. You know, when you're getting paid for a job like that, that's not the case. It's we need it by here, and you are basically saying you can deliver on that. So make sure that you can deliver on that yeah. before you audition for that, before you put yourself out for that. And it's like that in anything, right? Make sure that you have the skills and knowledge necessary to be able to do the things that you're going to need to do before you start to pursue them. Yeah, like when I, I mean, just like you said, like I was even learning on the on the field there when I was doing my first audiobook because. It was a new part of the industry for me, you know. So not only was doing an audiobook itself new, but then like how I had to do it was new, like different uh, settings and and whatever to record it. And like I had to learn along the way, and I'm 17 years in, so it's like, you know, this is something new. Like you've got to take the time to learn it, so you don't look foolish because this could be a relationship that you know you build off of, and if you don't. You know, you could end up losing this relationship at the end if you're not giving the quality that you are kind of saying up front you can deliver on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, that is and, and that's something that can follow you as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So you really want to be careful that you're you're, you're not harming you're not your reputation. Exactly. Reputation at exactly. All. Yeah. Because, you know, ultimately, you know, we talk about how much of our of our industry is is word of mouth, how much of our industry and is so who you know. small. It is. Oh, it's tiny. It's tiny. And so you don't want to get that reputation. You don't want to get that, you know, that that stigma because that that can follow you. Yep. And that's I mean, that's absolutely killer. That's just killer. You don't need that. Forgetting about the fact that you probably ruined that opportunity and any further opportunity from that. Yep. If that becomes your MO, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a big, big problem. 100%. So make sure that you are, again, focusing on one thing at a time. At the beginning, compartmentalization is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And make sure that before you take those final steps, before you jump out into the water, make sure you can swim. Make sure you can swim, would you? Yeah, 100%. Because, like, I mean, I, I mean dude, I'm not... I mean, I'm certified, but, mm, like, mm, you don't really want that. I, like, I joke that I'll be somebody's floaties, but I'm really... I got asthma. I can't swim that great, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I can't uh, really go in there and save you. So, so uh, I have a... Um, it's not related at all, but I have... Uh, <laughs> so, uh, with friends at the, at the gym, we kind of do, you know, something out there a little bit each year. So a few years ago, we did the, the Peak to Brew, which was a 220-some-odd mile, um, you know, two-day relay. Um, last year, it was supposed to be the year before, we did a, a trail run, which I ended up doing just a, a 10-mile trail run. But this year, apparently, in July, we're doing an open water swim. <laughs> and uh, and the distances are one mile, three I'm miles, so glad I'm not six you. miles, 10 miles, <laughs> or uh, 13 miles. And uh, it's up North Vermont. And it's cool. Like the, the longest distance is 25 kilometers. It's called the Border Buster because you actually cross over into the Canadian water. What? Um, now, I will be just doing the one mile, maybe, uh, hypothetically. <laughs> I'm not a very strong swimmer. Um, I, I did a triathlon uh, right before my 30th birthday. Can you birthday. wear swimmies? No, but you can wear a... a, a, a Vest? No, a, a swimsuit. A, not a swimsuit. A, 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 a Life preserver? No, a... a, a 
Wetsuit. Wetsuit is the word I'm looking for, which does yeah, provide some buoyancy. Does it? Uh, apparently. Are you sure? I've never worn one. I don't know. I've um, worn one once, and I really don't think it helped me much. That's fair. It just that's kept fair. me warm. Well, so so I'm doing this triathlon, and um, and my, the swim is the first part. I think it was a 500-meter swim. It was not that long a swim, so this is going to be much, much longer. But you had, to, you had to swim out to some buoys and, like, turn left and keep going. Right at the, It was through the YMCA, and at the buoys were some YMCA lifeguards on surfboards, you know, just to make sure nobody died. And I turn the corner, and I mean, it's clear that I'm not doing very well. I'm just kind of moseying along. It's not a doggy paddle, but it's not much. Did somebody have to yell to you, no, the other left? Uh, No, uh, there was an older woman, uh, She probably in her her 60s, who was sitting on her surfboard and said, Hun, you can hold on to my surfboard and catch your breath before you keep going. To which I said, thank you, I'm just going to keep going, because I knew if I stopped, I was done. And she literally went... Okay. And rolled her eyes, and I was like, are you kidding me? No, you're supposed to be like, good, go on, and then make sure that I don't drown. So that's what's happening with me. So I will be— so that's going to be fun. Yes. So, uh, so When is that? Uh, it's the end of July. Okay, so— So make sure you have some guests lined up. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I better. Uh, we better make sure we got some stuff recorded or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, one of the guys is doing a 10-mile swim. Oh, God, uh, what is yeah. wrong with you yeah. people? Uh, I don't know. I, I will not be— I will not be doing that in particular. Uh, but if you do the longer swims, you have to have a kayaker with you. You have to provide <laughs> a kayaker with you uh, in case you die. Um, so anyway, uh, so don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, so don't do what I'm doing. Prepare beforehand. I need to prepare before that, and I will, hypothetically, prepare before that swim. And you should, too. In voiceover. <laughs> By swim, I mean voiceover. Yeah, no, that was your way I, of bringing I, it back around. Yeah, I, gotcha. I, 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 lost the, uh, I lost the point here. Man. Yeah, I, no. I lost the point. No, you brought it back. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. This is, <laughs> I'm glad. You so, reeled it back in. Get it. Everything I'm, bringing, I said I'm bringing it back to fishing yep, now. <laughs> everything I said before is, yep, just reiterating that. So, um, <laughs> so thank you, veterans. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that's it. And so, this is what a podcast recorded on a Thursday afternoon sounds man, like. Man, <laughs> Y'all are <coffee>. welcome. <laughs> uh, so thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Um, and thanks for hanging in if you did throughout the remainder of this, uh, winding road of a podcast, but, uh, that's all right. We're happy to have you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, as always, uh, Marissa, you will be with us again next week. As always, yeah. we're going to talk about, uh, you know, a, a lifetime of learning, right? Lifetime, uh, you know, those lifelong learning. Yes, like things like that, right? And talking about uh, about learning things when you're when you're older. Lifelong, lifelong. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> lifelong learning. My goodness, struggle bus driving it. All right, so oh, uh, this in- is making my day. Till then, uh, I'm gonna sign off now because this is this is going poorly. You should add Smarties. Uh, See, like you would have been in such better condition. No, I would have been vomiting no. in the bathroom right no, now. No, but uh, I wouldn't be feeling great. I wouldn't be feeling... My body's a temple. What are you <sighs> talking about? I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, anyway um, so uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully you will too. And uh, we look forward to talking to you then, Marissa. Thanks so much. Farewell. Until next time, everyone. So long. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.